0: Hey everybody, this is Zach Applewhite and this is the Tabletop Business um, Masterminds group one-on-one. Today I'm joined by Snowy from Snowy's Maps. Snowy, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, it's another <laughs> to be <free> here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just to keep everyone up to date, what this is, that this is a one-on-one that is completely driven by what snowy uh is focusing on me helping her with professional marketing advice as best i can to get her where she wants to go with that in mind snowy can you just give us a quick rundown of where you are right now how you got there and where is it that you're trying to get to
1: okay for sure so i started out in my baking actually almost exactly a year ago to the day um um, and I was pretty new, but I caught on quite quick, so I became a professional I guess map maker quite quickly launching my patreon back in July to September last year, like we we're a little bit shaky, and then we properly started in september um i've been I got my first patreon member quite quickly, and since then we've just been steadily releasing maps to the public and also for my Patreon members um, mostly in the form of battle maps, but I tend to like do adventure hooks with them as well. Um, and I focus on like kind of fantasy and more new- more recently historical maps as well. So I've built castles, I've built Neolithic settlements, I've built... Yeah, just a few little maps for people, and my next release is going to be from Witcher Three. Oh my gosh, I love your cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your spiel. That's no, cool.
1: fine. It's fine. That's oh, what's the name? Grayson. Oh, so like cute. Dick
0: Grayson, like from like Nightwing.
1: I've not watched it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you but... were talking about maps.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. So we've actually had quite a significant growth in the last month. So I've had one Patreon since September last year. And for some reason, I don't know why, I've started changing everything I do, my approach to things. And come June, um, my tiers will change, the way I release maps will change. So it'll be three times a month as opposed to two and stuff like that. Um, and since the end of April, I've seen a bigger growth. I've got five Patreons now and I've had like up to six. So it's been quite nice to see. A little bit nervous about it, obviously, because it's starting to take off and I totally wasn't anticipating it right now. But it's been quite nice. And what I want to do from this is build up a community, whether it's through Patreon, Discord. Um, I do have my own Discord server, but it's not very active at the minute. So I want to kind of drive interactions and that and then i've started building up on twitter as well um and me and my friend as you know zach we're working on a kickstarter (laughs) to release in july august time so we're quite looking forward to that releasing as well
0: awesome you're busy and i love the by the way uh too many people uh one of the things that you know i believe is if you think you have something too many people will say well no one will actually pay for this right and Mm -hmm. i mean i've only been working on it for a few months or a year or and then they'll spend 10 years on something and because they've overworked it they've over they put it on this big pedestal and it ends up in a drawer and i would rather people do what you did which is put it out and the market will decide and yeah exactly I applaud the audacity and you you overcoming like the first hurdle that so many creators trip over.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, for a while I've wanted to do something with my friend and I think this was the best way about going about it. And it's quite nice because we're quite close. Um, we're usually gaming and stuff. It's nice to do things in the professional setting as well so I'm quite looking forward to it.
0: (laughs) Awesome, so what exactly, you have a lot of awesome stuff here, you have the Patreon, you're going to be 3xing your release cycle, so there's, I think, also an opportunity to talk about capacity management, that's another area where I see a lot of creators, I mean, personally, you saw my post on like, we launched the Kickstarter, me and my wife both halfway through, were like, we have completely lost all routine and we don't even remember the routines we had, you know, which has led me to say like, next time I do this, I'm going to write down everything so that we can get back to it as soon as it's over. So stuff like that is common uh, issue. Um, And then you got the growing community angle and you're launching the Kickstarter. When was the Kickstarter launch again that you're aiming for?
1: Uh, I think we're aiming for about July August time,
0: okay, I had August, so yeah, August yeah,
1: last. about then,
0: <laughs> yeah awesome. So, what do you want to dig into first?
1: Kind of like how to build a community. I mean, when I first approached you about this, I like I just started out on Twitter, and that's mm-hmm. been going fairly well. um, my discord server was very quiet and it still is but I've been starting to rearrange that with new people joining and Mm -hmm. then my Patreon, I only had one member but now I have five, it's a little bit easier but I guess my kind of first question would be what kind of platforms would you focus on? Because I've got all these different places and my mind constantly goes between these. I've also got a YouTube where I throw time lapses on. I've got a Twitch, which I want to kind of set up, but I'm just a little bit shy about streaming, obviously. So kind of what would you recommend, I guess, in general, and then maybe from a map maker perspective as well?
0: Yeah, for sure so let me write down a couple of notes sure all right Instagram. all right so the first thing I would ask is so you have discord twitter youtube twitch <clears throat> what platforms that you're on do you have facebook by the way
1: no I don't I do have reddit though I forgot okay that's that's, that's yeah, my key YouTube, one and I forgot reddit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> Reddit oh,
0: is, is a platform that I, I still haven't fully figured out. It's its own little thing. It does not behave mm-hmm. the way that most, like, it's not, I would I, I struggle to even call it social media. Yeah. Because it, it's a lot more social than media, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, like, it, it's its own bag. So I'm going to start by talking with what I know. So the first question is, so you have discord reddit twitter youtube twitch that you kind of want to set up where are you the most comfortable right now
1: i am most comfortable on patreon but at the minute i'm only releasing my maps on patreon and i don't really engage with the community if that makes sense so it's there for the releases for the polls etc but i want to get into making it more active i guess um, But I'm most active, ironically, on Reddit, because that's where I started sharing my maps and getting feedback and stuff like that. So I'd say Reddit followed by Patreon and maybe Discord.
0: Got it. So the first thing that comes to mind, so just like some generic advice that I try to give everybody, because this is yeah. what I've learned myself, is one, start with the platforms that you're really comfortable on when you're trying to build a community Uh, because number one is that it's a capacity issue and you're also about to 3x your workload. So if I tell you, okay, you need to run live streaming Twitch, you need to be doing it once a week, and then you need to be taking that content and distributing it across as many platforms as possible, that's going to kill you.
1: Yeah, it's too much, way too much. (laughs) much.
0: So the thing that I try to remind people is that my story goes back to like, I'm up to like, I think 15,000 followers on TikTok. And mm-hmm. for the first, like, seven, like, the first half of that, the first, like, $7,000 came from me reading tweets that were a that I wrote a year ago. Okay? And so the, the thing to keep in mind there is, is that just because you're not doing everything, you are capable of anything, but you are not capable of doing everything. And mm-hmm. As a mantra, I've had to sell myself because I often confuse myself with Superman and think I can do it all. Okay, Same. so right—that's the audacity of ADD. Yeah. <laughs> because your brain's doing everything. Yeah. Know? So that's that's another thing that, like, one of the things I do to cope with that is I take notes. I make notes. If I have great ideas, like for example, you might have a great idea for Twitch stream. Uh, I was reluctant to do this right here the one-on-ones and say like, I've wanted a podcast for a while and I'm still saying no to the podcast in the traditional sense of like, I don't have an intro. I don't have an outro. I don't have music. I don't have sponsors and I'm not promoting it at all because yeah. I have the capacity for this right here. I do not have the capacity for the editing, for the promotion, or for trying to get sponsors, you know? And so that's the, the, the first piece of advice is It is okay not to be 100% optimized. It is okay to do something small because you can build on it later. I may one day go back through this library of one-on-ones and distribute the content in a more productive way. But in the meantime, it's offering a service. It makes me feel good. It's offering me community connection and it's making my community feel good. And it is material that I can repurpose in the future. So when I, my suggestion to turn all of that back to you is to say that if you're comfortable on Patreon, Reddit, Twitter, then stay, make those your core pieces of content. And then I can give you some advice on A, how to maximize those and Mm -hmm. B, how to help you redistribute those as easily as possible. For example, one of the first ones, uh, let's say uh, Reddit and Twitter both do this. I will say that if you wanted to start a new channel, I recommend Facebook. I know I hate it. <laughs> okay. I, I don't use my Facebook feed, but the pages and groups are really powerful and surprisingly easy to grow on my, in my experience. Okay. Okay. And you want to know what performs really well on there? What? is screenshots of Reddit posts and Twitter posts. There is a psychological element because when the internet was a little younger, the only time people screenshotted a tweet or a Reddit or a Tumblr post or any other cross-platform post and put it on Facebook, it was a celebrity or a politician. All right? And it's formatted differently than a regular Facebook post, so it automatically stands out. So now, what we did with my wife, and I did this with me when I started out, I just screenshotted those tweets that I read on TikTok and I put those on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and then I would share them into groups. And then anytime someone likes that, you can click on everyone who's liked it. So let's say you get 55 likes because you screenshotted a tweet and you posted it into a Facebook page and shared it into a Facebook group. You can invite all of those 55 people who will get a notification to go and like your page. And through that, we've gotten the Apple White Games page. I don't know, I think it's over a thousand. My wife is officially over a thousand and she's she did the same thing in the author sector. So I know it can even also work across um, like sectors, cross industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you're making, and these don't have to be, by the way, your tweets and your Reddit posts, you can be a content curator. All right. So you, people do this on Twitter too. If you see something that someone posted on Reddit that either makes you like really have a lot to say, whether that's like you want to talk and say that like they're wrong or here's my opinion on this. You can screenshot the Reddit post and then add your opinion on Twitter. All right. And you'll actually find that you get a little more engagement from that
1: that sounds quite interesting i've not really considered it from that perspective before
0: yeah and so it's like uh, so one of the other issues that i know like i i'm getting at this right now where i'm like man i'm really struggling to come up with original things to say about dungeons and dragons because it feels like i've said everything it feels like (laughs) everyone else has said everything Yeah. yeah and so the best things i can do are I go on to Instagram, I look at images that inspire me and I come up with stories around those images. You know. Okay. So that's a reworking thing. So for example, you could uh look at an old you're an you're a map maker. You could look at older maps and say, "Hey, here's how I would work this into a Dungeons and Dragons or like I would love to fill this with loot. I wonder how would your party attack this map, you know, or a video of you recreating a castle's floor plan into a map and how you make changes and where you add the gold and the monsters and stuff like that, Mm. you know? So I did a lot of talking there. All right. I'd (laughs) I'd like to hear your responses and what questions you're having.
1: Okay the first first thing I'm thinking is bringing up some of my old maps Mm -hmm. and one of my first releases um, was like a guarded dungeon kind of idea. What I'd love to do is kind of recreate it and show how far I've come if that makes any sense at all Um, because while my initial releases were okay I was having a conversation with a friend recently it takes a while to kind of develop your style and for that to become more pronounced and it's only really in the past well this year well in the past couple of months more specifically my style has started to come through so it'd be really nice to kind of recreate these maps I guess put them out for my Patreon members as well obviously um but kind of start with an engagement of that maybe could work um no,
0: oh, 100%. I'm going to stop it right there. Before and after pictures, people love them. Oh, did I? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I also worked like in my professional industry experience. People yeah. love before and after pictures. There's a reason why every fashion makeup and floor cleaning uh, company does before and afters. People <laughs> genuinely respond and people like to root for somebody. So for you to say that, you know, here's me now, here's me a year later make remaking the same dungeon that's a good video that's a good image whatever format you want to put it in that is a solid piece of content
1: yeah okay because I like doing that kind of thing I liked like there's a lot of people on reddit that say I don't even know where to start with map making my maps are horrible etc I well, first of all, it's very negative of people to say, my map's horrible, stuff like that. So, like, I usually give out words of encouragement to people who are just starting out. I wasn't perfect. I'm still not perfect in map making. But in just one short, year, you can see how far I've come. And it's been quite far, No. <laughs> which has been nice.
0: And that's another thing is that if you see that kind of talk on Reddit, you can screenshot that and speak and say, hey, I want to remind you all that... It you know it took a year, but I got there. You yeah. know I I had a knack for a like a certain amount of knack. That's just like there's some raw talent. Like I I can draw stick figures. My wife overthink <laughs> drawing overthought her drawing ability for years, even though she could actually sketch a face, which I never. Could. Wow. Now she's done all the art for our D D campaigns because I've I've lent her some of my audacity. Mm. You know. And so that's an excellent thing. That's another piece of content because I'm just trying to give you as much as possible here. Of course. You see that and you're already saying it. You're already giving people encouragement. That's a quick, with your phone, there should be two buttons you can press, have a screenshot, post it to Twitter. You can crop it and then you can put it out into the ether and copy and paste whatever you wrote in reply to that person. Yeah. Right. And so that's, I'm trying to give you as minimalist stuff you can do to get as much as possible.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that def- definitely did help me initially with my Twitter growth. I have, I think, seventy six followers, which isn't bad for. F- I've had it active for about five six weeks, so that's pretty good. That's,
0: that's yeah, that's not bad. And we'll yeah say
1: anyone who's listening,
0: I don't have sponsors, so I'll ask you to just go follow Snowy.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: And that that'll be the payment. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, thank you. But yeah. yeah, it's it's quite nice because on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays, the TTRBT community, they share um underrated uh people, people with not many followers like myself who are just starting out. Then we've got like Work in Progress Wednesday, where you can share your work in progress art follower Friday. I got tagged in last week and that's how I gained another fourth five followers. Um and then like self-promo Saturday as well. So I've been not more so in the past week because I've had exams to focus on for my university course. Right. But um it's been quite nice in engaging with the community and other different creators on that kind of thing. So I guess that's how my Twitter has grown so much in such little time. I just engage on that side of things and it's been quite nice to be fair.
0: Yeah, and that's where like I'll say that there's a cap to that. Yeah, there Uh, is definitely. I also wrote some of that uh, TTRPG community goodness and it it ebbs and flows. There are some months where like everyone seems to be on top of it. Uh, What I did when I was doing that is actually whenever I would be uh, attached to one of those Follow Friday type things, Mm. I would copy everyone that I was attached to into an Excel sheet. And then I would do a couple of follow Fridays. And so after that happened for a few Fridays, I had an Excel sheet of small creators just like me. All right. Yeah. I would just follow Friday, all those people, and it would lead to me having to tweet like five tweets. And when I was first doing it, it it took time, you know, but I did that for like two months and I probably gained at least a hundred followers. Just Yeah, that's pretty good just by copy and pasting. And then I hit the random table because the key to that, I just randomized the order. The key to that is that a lot of follow Fridays will do the same people over Mm. and over and over again. And everyone who's tagged into the follow Friday, follow each other. And maybe a couple of stragglers who are around the community will follow some people on that list. But it's mostly smaller people following smaller people. So if you create new groups, you create more opportunity for small people to follow small people. And because you're the person who created that opportunity, people also will follow you. Yeah. And so that's just, you can just steal that because I'm not using it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes sense. where Where I outgrew that small small creator thing so utilize it as much as possible it's a great way to get your first like 300 followers
1: yeah um i tend to shout out smaller creators like kind of my level couple hundred because it's quite nice to see them boost up as well Mm -hmm. um that was someone a couple weeks ago which i gave a special shout out to because they were trying to get to 1k and they were pretty close Mm -hmm. so it's quite nice to help boost other people as well as yourself. I think.
0: Yeah, 100. <laughs> the other thing I I thought of when you were talking about like the work of progress Wednesday is if you're doing the before and after thing, you could also use a uh, throwback Thursday.
1: Oh, you know? okay, yeah.
0: That, that's a that's a good hashtag. A lot and a lot of people get that popped into their feed. And a lo- like I said, a lot of people like to see that growth progression. I know that there was a Kickstarter. that was actually uh, a collection of artists who went back and saw the sketches that they had as kids. All right, wow. at kids, what did they do? And then completely remaking it. And they were like professional comic artists, you know, and just yeah. completely remaking it with their skills like 20 years later. And wow. The images were great, and I I wanted it as like a coffee table book. I was just broke because at the time <laughs> I didn't get to back it because I was a, um, I was a college student with a kid on the way, you know, mm-hmm. and so I missed out on that one. But the point being is that that's just market proof that people love growth stories, mm-hmm. you know. So keep keep going because you're you got a lot of good stuff here. <laughs>
1: I guess maybe. <laughs> uh, dear. I think it's quite nice being a map maker because I, when I started out in D and had all these scenes in my head, and well, I was just a player, and I would imagine the scenes where our characters would play, fight, etc. And I can't draw. I'm not very good at drawing, which people. So- yeah people were very confused like how can you produce these maps but you can't draw very well I've done like a kind of few sketches of like assets that I use in my own maps like 30 of them though bear in mind Mm. but it's been quite nice when I first discovered map making I was like oh my god I can suddenly reproduce these images and that's how I got into map making that's why I love it so much because the frustration that I've had for so many years suddenly came out and I was like so, all these scenes I had in my head from years ago, and I could describe them by using words, and I couldn't, like, show other people what I was visualizing. I guess that would kind of be another start. Oh, I imagined this a few years ago. Here it is now, I guess. That could be quite interesting.
0: Yeah, 100%. And that's, again... um. It's about like, for example, my brain keeps on going like, oh yeah, you can make a TikTok about that easy. Just like show three pictures of what was in your mind and then a picture of what was and then just have some snappy music behind it, you know, that you play around with. However, as I said before, mostly stick with your core Yeah. and then, you know, try one or two other places that have good growth opportunity and that you feel comfortable with your ability to take what's from your core and put it over there. All right. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: Uh, my first thoughts for that were Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. Video video can be a production and there's a huge learning curve. So if you're about to go into a space where you're 3Xing your output, I probably wouldn't recommend the video stuff yet, just because that learning curve is going to take time and you're about to have lessons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Instagram... <laughs> Uh, both offer you an opportunity because maps are a visual medium
1: of course you know
0: that's that's something where like you know say my wife's books really difficult not a huge visual medium beyond the cover you know mm-hmm. you have and it you have the opportunity there to take advantage of things like uh Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook just because it's a visual medium. And uh, I think that if you do, like we just talked about with Twitter, like before and after pictures, those are things you can easily also put onto a Facebook page. You know?
1: Yeah. I was just thinking Pinterest in particular, one of the creators that I've been speaking to recently, Mm -hmm. um, they've started on Pinterest and thoroughly recommend it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's if you, I, Pinterest is one of those platforms that again, for me, are like, I really want to mess around on Pinterest. Yeah. I really do. I think that I know from uh, the perspectives that from my my experience as a professional marketer, that it is evergreen content, that it is a great way to build something like a blog. It is an excellent way to build a nice little niche community. And it has amazing growth opportunity. I have personally, on the opposite end, I have sucked at all of the image-based stuff I just can't put out if it's not memes and screenshots I really struggle to put out regular content you right, know okay so I have not been able to mess around and really get good at Pinterest and Instagram because I'm better at the video content and I'm I that's where I've been messing around mostly on like TikTok which I've also repurposed into YouTube and then I've just been taking Twitter screenshots posting them into Facebook and making memes and that's been enough. <laughs> yeah. to to do that real quick so i cuz we only have so much time. Yeah. I think we've gotten some good tidbits and tips there and mm-hmm. i think you have a little bit of like at least an inclination of you know what kind of direction you might take that. I also want to talk about cuz you specifically asked a really good question of building community. And yes. there's a difference between building audience and building community.
1: Yes, there is.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you want from your community or what kind of community are you trying to build?
1: So my Discord server today has been for like the Discord server is where I want to focus more community based stuff because Patreon is Patreon <laughs> and then Reddit, people just follow you and stuff like that. You're not really building a community. It's more so an audience, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Discord is where I would focus my community more so and what I've wanted to gain from it is maybe a ser- maybe a load of fellow map makers coming on and we make community-based projects. For example, we could make a marketplace where each person makes their own separate shop and then we put it all together but I did have like a poll and there's about 15 of us in that Discord server, but it didn't get further than the poll. So it would be nice to build the engagements. There was interest, but no one just acted upon it, if that makes sense. So, yeah. But currently it's the server's closed again because I'm currently revamping it because I don't like the way it was structured. Mm. So I'm going to, for the time being, have it more stories maps focused where people can interact with polls Um make suggestions for maps etc so kind of moving from patreon i'll still have official patreon polls it's more so they can make their suggestions there as well if they want to um and like kind of sneak peeks and stuff like that and then there's also like another bit for the cardographer's corner stuff so it's kind of like 50 50 at the minute if that makes any sense
0: yeah, 100%. So let's talk about the Discord because this is something that I do have a little insight to um, yeah. being in the tabletop business masterminds, which I've really been slowly growing the way that I've been doing that is I've just been, if I run into someone on Reddit or you know Twitter and I give a piece of advice and they really like it, I'm like, you know what, would you like to be a part of my Discord group? Um, mm-hmm. Because what I don't like doing is that I'm at the point where just shouting out into the void, hey, join my Discord. Doesn't... I think really work for me and because I want the audience to be a bit curated I would rather have 20 people who are the right people for what I'm trying to do than 2,000 people who hopped on because they saw a TikTok
1: yeah I think I agree with you there I'd rather have people that are more centered around this rather than just there because they're there
0: Right. And so I think that like, for example, you're already messing around on Reddit and you're helping small map makers. That's an excellent opportunity. I love your idea for saying, hey, we're all, you know, map makers here. You could have a sector that's like, you know, the pro people who are trying to get paid. You can have a a thread that's about new people or questions or glitches or what are you struggling with? You know, that kind of thing, because the, the thing that I'll say about when you're trying to build community is that it's about value and your yes. idea gets right to the heart of that you yeah. you want to build something where you and the other people on your in the community are adding value to each other and you being the facilitator of that i i think is just all across the board a great idea and here's how you can tie it into all the other content we just talked about all right which is again mm-hmm. take those screenshots put them in the discord and talk about it and say hey here's something i saw on reddit just so you know here's a thought uh you by the way invite me because here's how i'll <laughs> add value to you is i'll go in and do what's called keyword research and say hey here are the top 10 maps people are looking for in D." because what no one's realizing right now is that actually tavern maps are number one
1: yeah but i will say something about that um there was recently a post um it was just basically a long ramble and stuff like that and I won't say who it was but I know the person and we've been chatting about it Um and it was like don't just upvote maps because they look pretty maybe because they're usable as well because we in the r slash battle maps uh subreddit in particular we've had like a massive problem with trying to get our maps out there and it can seem completely random at points and it's really difficult to gauge like when's the best time to post who are we going for um are com- is it comment driven is it it's all these questions which I'm currently trying to answer and that was the point in the post and one of the comments in there stuck with me we don't need more tavern maps but yeah everyone does taverns <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, that's hilarious. That's no, top. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so but okay, so so there's the point though. If I pull the top ten, number one's gonna be tavern maps.
1: It is, yeah, hundred percent
0: Maybe people aren't making for nine and ten. You know, maybe those are snowy fortress maps. Yeah. And there's the opportunity there. But I love the call out by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> One second
0: from the map professional. Uh,
1: Oh, there's there's also a huge debate on gridless versus gridded maps. The community is very split.
0: (laughs) So as a player, I'm all grid. Okay. Yeah. However, I understand. I I say offer both. If you're selling, offer both. Offer color, offer black and white, offer grid and gridless. You know? Yeah. Um, Just because... Consumers are gonna have different purposes. A lot of them are theater of the mind and do not and are very loose with battle maps. Yeah, and they, some uh... of them, some of them will want to use it digitally and overlay their own grids. So already having a grid on top of it uh ruins their scale, you know? And so that's that's where like those are one of the technical things of like I like to have if I were selling it, I would try and let it be all. Because it's not that hard in my mind to just add or take off a grid, you know, yeah. um, before it's in the hands of the consumer. I did want to add, because you were talking about, like, how hard it is to get out there. Commenting it's really people, difficult. Commenting that. So, I and, and I know that I'm a very raw, raw kind of guy, okay? Yeah. So, I'll also take this moment to give a grain of salt to everybody. It took me, you know, probably, like, five years before I really gained a foothold. You know, granted, I was learning on my own, off the fly, two jobs, a kid, another kid on the way, full-time college student, everything I was doing in the wee hours or while I was using the restroom, okay, that (laughs) I had to take the time I could get to do what I got. So I was doing things five times slow, all right, but it's still, it's a grind and it takes time. I will say from that experience that the number one thing, because I've built communities on Facebook on YouTube on TikTok and I, and I've built well I've built audiences I'm building communities as well but I've gained big numbers all right and mm. from my experience it is most important to post with consistency okay it yeah. might be most optimal for me to post my TikToks at 1 p.m. when everyone's on lunch okay but I post them at like eight in the morning because mm-hmm. that works for me. That hasn't stopped me from gaining 15,000 followers. Exactly. You know, and so that's what happens, though. You know, I've talked about this a lot in the Discord group. Is that if you try and say no, if I'm gonna grow, I need to take it seriously, and I need to be posting at noon, and I need to be posting three videos a day, and I need you know, I need to use these hashtags, I need to make sure I'm on top of the best hashtags, I need to make sure I'm using trending hashtags and trending sounds, yada, 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 you'll burn out.
1: Exactly. Burn
0: out so quickly, and then you'll get nothing done. And because that is 70% of the creator market, and that's just a number out of my head, that's not real research. <laughs> 70% of Zach's perspective of the creative market, okay, the you're actually a unique person if you're just creating regular stuff through a year and mm-hmm. you don't disappear. Yeah. Okay. Um. You, to put it into mapping terms, you just got to stay on the map. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're on the edge, okay? More people will notice you because you're on the map. All right. And even then, it is a grind. And there will be people who say, I gained 10,000 followers on Twitter in three months and you can too. And that's great. But they were doing it eight hours a day. They were commenting on multiple people's posts all the time and posting like 100 times a day. Okay? Exactly.
1: It's, it's not doable for the average person.
0: <laughs> yes. And that's where like... If, if you can take three months off of your life to grow a platform, which by the way, 10,000 followers doesn't mean a single dollar. Exactly. You know? Doesn't mean a single dollar and you've got a life. You've got to feed yourself, possibly other people too, if you're like me. Okay. Yeah. And so that's just the grain of salt that I want to put on there is put consistency first. Yes, you can do this. I'm doing it. Um, once you've gained a bit of an audience, you can then do things like Kickstarter or Patreon, and you can start mobilizing that audience for money purposes, and you can create a kind of growth cycle, which is what we're doing over here. And the, the big one being that we just had the book that raised, you know, we did everything micro, we had goals of like only a $100, and that's the whole micro Kickstarter strategy. But that is something that you can build while living your life. And then when you're ready, you can push a lever that says, hey, let's go for something bigger, you Mm -hmm. know? And I can now say after the book that I've proven it works.
1: (laughs) That's good. That's really good. Until
0: a month ago. (laughs) You know? But now my wife's debut novel barely has an audience and raised almost $7,000.
1: That's impressive. That's very impressive.
0: And that's based on consistency because we did that mm. and it all started. It it doesn't all have to connect either. Okay. At first, I started with poetry. I sold poems for a dollar on Kickstarter. Yeah. All right. And now we have we we went from that to dice bags to games to books, you know. And we're still gonna do game, we're still gonna do games and books, and then we're gonna expand on the game category, you know. But the point just being there is just keep doing what you're capable of doing okay with consistency and then as far as the community growth stuff just add your input connect with the community you're on reddit talk to people um say hey this is a great question do you mind if i share it with my discord group uh and you can you know come on over here if you like you know um and i i think that you have i am I know I'm, I'm rambling here so i'm going to stop just one second i promise that's fine um I think you have a great idea and I I actually think that you know what to do, you know? So I really think my job here is really just to be your cheerleader (laughs) and validate the audacity. And so Mm. I completely validate your strategy. Okay. Being on the list and talking to people and getting a community of map makers and saying, hey, let's all help each other. And then using the content that we just talked about where you're having before and afters, that's helpful for map makers. Yeah, Screenshotting chats with people online who are asking questions and you answering them, you can use that across all the platforms we talked about and it's useful for everyone. And then when people comment it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or wherever you decide to go, you can say, hey, if you want more advice like this, join the Discord.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think... One of the problems I had prior to coming on here, I think this conversation has helped me focus. Um, I don't have diagnosed ADHD or whatever, but my mind, because I'm so all over the place and my mind goes 100 miles a second, it's hard to kind of know which avenue to go down, which I dare to pursue. And it's just like, I kind of need to bring it back together, realise what I'm capable of. I have all these ideas, but it's really difficult to kind of put them into practice because you have so many different ones i guess
0: (laughs) yep that's just for me my tool for that is i write everything down yeah i write everything down that helps me sometimes i'm spending 20 minutes just furiously typing this great idea for a short story about a squirrel named john who is living in a tree and is abducted by aliens okay i love that (laughs) right i made that that's not real (laughs) <laughs> but it could be and I will spend time to turn it into on one. That. I will spend it 20 minutes on that all right and then I'll stop and the stopping's the hard part but I've gotten enough practice at it that I can do it and I can say and I put in my mind it's also this is this this is the second tool that I've developed is to know when I can I can I have children's books short stories or children's books ideas I have short stories ideas I can do that when my kids are 18. yeah. Okay. And I have a lot of life to live. The human lifespan in a country with even as bad a health care as America, I'm going <laughs> to leave. I'm going to live to 80. Okay. Yeah. So if I got to wait 30 for the next 50 years of my life to do the cool stuff I've written down over here, I'll make mm-hmm. it work. You okay, know? Okay. Yeah. And so that's, that's another l- lesson. And just like, I, I have a lot of ideas, too, and I want to do it all right now. <laughs> Patience. Take note. Yep. It will get done. All right? You might not be as passionate about everything thirty, you know, 20, 30 years from now, but mm-hmm. what you are passionate about, you will have the capacity for, you will have built something for, because you're doing all this work right now. And then you'll be able to, to put real fuel into it because you'll have experience, you'll have something already built that you can put on top of it, and you'll know exactly what you're going to do because you've written it all down 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I was just thinking about your point on consistency. I think that has been slightly difficult for me but I've Mm -hmm. been able to mostly keep it consistent and I guess that's the key thing as a graduating well you guys say college we say university student this year it's been quite hard because for some reason I decided to start this when I started my final year don't know why that's okay (laughs) that's okay I had
0: kids in my (laughs) last year years of college it's fine I struggle
1: with I struggle with university, and during my baking on the side, I could not imagine that for you.
0: Well, that's why I don't have hair anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, so the, the let's talk about that real quick because burnout is real. Okay, mm-hmm. and Very real. I just experienced it with my Kickstarter. Even though I have year, I have enough years of experience to stop making these mistakes. Hasn't stopped me from making the mistakes. Okay, mm-hmm. but if I keep practicing, I'll eventually get there. Like the other tools I've built for myself. Um, write down what you're doing. You are, I I will just say, you are going to trip. It is better to accept that moving forward and accept that and remember all the times you've tripped before and gotten back up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, I'm just genuinely honest, I don't think this is going to happen to you, but if you fell off the face of the earth, internet-wise, okay, for a year, you can come back and rebuild it.
1: Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen someone actually do that recently. I know it was quite interesting to see. It just popped up on my feed. I was like, "Who's this person?" And they said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been tweeting for a year. Hello." Like, I was <laughs> they like, decided what? to come
0: back to Twitter now.
1: I know, right? Why <laughs> now? It's, on it's fire. fine. It's fine. He's stepping down, isn't he? <laughs> And oh my so,
0: gosh! So that's just the the thing of like understand it's gonna be when you know it's gonna be a battle going in and that you're gonna have to re-strategize. I think for me it it makes things a little easier. Yeah. You know? And this is definitely because you're about to go. I know you're you're finishing out university. You're about to three X. You're about to run a Kickstarter. And in the meantime, I'm talking to you about all the extra stuff you can do for your content <laughs> You know. Yeah. So what I'll say is the most important thing okay, is your mental health, Mm -hmm. all right, and that you're fed and taken care of, okay? Exactly. Okay, because it's easy for me to forget that even. Number two is, for your projects, all right, maintain what got you here. Yep. Okay, so that for you, I believe, is your Patreon. Yes. A little bit of social media, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. If you do those, and that's all you do, I want you to consider yourself a winner. Yeah. Okay. And and it's going to not feel, if that's what you, all you manage to do, I know I, I feel like a loser in those moments and I have to practice at saying, no, I'm maintaining this in the midst of living on this planet. Okay. That's a win. (laughs) I think more than that, everything's a bonus. So if you can do that and launch a Kickstarter that you're, you are above winning. If you can do that and launch a Kickstarter and grow multiple platforms, you're a rock star. Okay? Yeah. So shoot for the moon, by all means. Just understand that if you hit the ground, it's it's that's the ground, you know? Yeah. And you did a good job by staying on the ground and not drowning underwater. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Consistency and maintaining what you started off with, I think, very important.
0: Now, we're getting almost to an hour here, which means I'm going to have to hop off a bit. Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Is there anything else? So, we talked about growing community. We talked about some content stuff and capacity. We also have the Kickstarter. Is there anything you want to ask me about that, or is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap things up?
1: I think with the Kickstarter, we're still working things out. I know... Well, we're having a look at the tiers again after what you said because we've considered it quite heavily and agree with you on that fact. <laughs> so we're still thinking about making the content in the background. I've spoken with like a creator or two. Oh, by the way, if this would be an NPC description you would have, would you be happy with it kind of thing? And yeah. like kind of what are you looking for? So I guess I've been doing like a little bit of research as well into like what people would like specifically which is quite interesting.
0: Which is great. I, the only thing I think on that is careful not to overwork it. Oh, of course. You know, I I see like you. I saw your Kickstarter. You're putting a lot of value in there, which I think is yeah. great, especially for the first time to just go. You know, I, I'm trying to think of a better way of saying balls over the wall because it's not a, a great elegant way of saying things. Just go nuts. <laughs> go yeah. nuts for the first campaign, like one dollar poems. Okay. That's massively underpriced, okay? Even mm-hmm. though no one's reading poetry, okay? Um, but I went from there to I sold two books of poems, you know, a- after I did enough of those, you know? So when you, when you do what you're doing, I just want you, to, I want to make sure this is that this is your introductory pricing. Yes. I want to make sure that you understand that you're going to be scaling up and scaling down, okay? Which means getting now that you've introduced people because you gave them a great deal and they can vouch for you, you can start selling. You know, I started with a five-dollar digital campaign. We start, then we went to ten dollars, and we've stayed ten dollars for digital. So just mm-hmm. make sure that you keep that in mind. Is that I hope that you're able to get to the point where you can do less work for more money. For
1: more, yeah, exactly. And I think because that's. You've,
0: Proven yourself you have you have a reputation yeah so i just want that was my only comment on the kickstarter stuff and i know that that's a that's a developmental process that we're not going to be able to cover in the span <laughs> of one hour and six of course individual. so just keep uh chatting with me in the discord yeah And just like periodically i'm happy to give my advice that is literally the whole reason i built the discord
1: mm-hmm. okay sounds good um, I will say one final thing. Um, <laughs> as a map maker, I think it's key when you're starting out, reach out and try and collaborate with people because when I started out, I, I got commissions very quickly. My first commission was with a VTT company who had just launched a Kickstarter. They're doing quite well now, and they're coming out of their Kickstarter phase. But that was my first commission, and it felt so good to work for a company for the first time but i i've kind of felt lonely if that makes sense because i've not had that collaboration experience i'm working on it now with a couple of other map makers and stuff like that in the background um it's really initially
0: only going to help that happen
1: yeah exactly but initially it was it was a lonely path to tread
0: definitely look at signs um, okay that's that's an area i haven't explored but i've really thought about it zines are specifically a lot of people they're collaborative they're short there is a community and culture around and and i don't actually even know if they're pronounced zines or zines i've always pronounced them zines Um, that is something that you could look into a lot of people get collaborative on that and have very like I think that they most people approach it with a kind of farmer's market mentality of like, is this perfect? No, but it was made with love by a craftsperson. Mm, I you know? think that's cool. And so that, that might be something to just research in the future after you've done like this. There's a whole quest period in Kickstarter where they promote Zines. And so it's also a nice little thing to give you a boost and even if you just do it once it might do something for you. I think sure. that the collaboration idea is great. It's great networking. It's great for crossing over on people's followings. Uh, and it's great for building the community you're trying to build on Discord. Um, to wrap things up, if you don't have anything else, is there anything else you have?
1: I don't think so, no. Great.
0: So real quick, where can people follow you and uh, or you and or anyone you're working with?
1: um so i guess the key ones are twitter patreon you can follow people on patreon i didn't know this until recently
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: of course reddit um you can follow me at either of them free. that's where i'm most active and also other people that i work with and scont stuff they're based on reddit mostly and also on patreon and then birdie maps as well We've been talking quite a lot, and they were my inspiration for getting into map making in the first place. Um, follow them also on this, uh, not Discord, um,
0: Reddit, <laughs> on and their Patreon,
1: platforms. yeah, on their platforms.
0: All right, and in your Snowy's maps or Snowy's battle maps everywhere, right?
1: Uh, are Snowy's maps now, I've still got to change some things because it's a new change. But yeah, Snowy's maps on Patreon, uh, on Patreon, and then Snowy Star One Two Two on. Um, Twitter and Discord. It's it's in progress of changing.
0: <laughs> I feel you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank and you. anyone else who wants to have a one-on-one, just join the Discord if you're finding us by magic through the podcast. And if you're in the Discord, you know where to find me. Just go to the one-on-ones. Let me know that you want one, and we'll organize it. And that's it. Everybody have a great day.
1: Bye. Thank you, Zach.